Welcome to the Love, Hope, Adventure podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy, and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. Today, we're talking about something that is, I think, a, a difficulty for a lot of couples. They don't talk about it, and that is sharing a bed with your spouse. You know, when you think about spending the rest of your life with your spouse, you're probably not thinking about spending every night of your life in the same bed together, <laughs> or all of the things that entails as you get older. So. You know, it's funny. I just saw a random uh, YouTube short uh, where this guy was saying, I have a lot of friends that I'm not, I don't want to share a bed with them. You know, the marriage relationship is different in that you are going to sleep next to that person right. every night, you know, m- most of the time. I got a lot of friends. I love them dearly. Men and, and women. Don't sleep in I don't want to sleep them. next to any of them. <laughs> don't want to sleep in the same house with some of them. I well. I tell you what, though, when you really start getting to know a couple a little bit more, the sleeping arrangement issue, it's like a big thing. I don't think we yeah. people talk about this enough. <laughs> Honestly, I don't because I don't know if it's like a matter of embarrassment or what, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, marriage bloggers aren't really addressing all of the problems that come along with sharing a bed. Well, and, and to be clear, we're talking about sleeping yeah sleeping we're not talking about having sex we're talking about the the, the actual sleeping in the same bed with each other and and all of the fun that comes along with that when you're sharing (laughs) that that intimate space with someone else um so i'm gonna let austin start off by sharing with us this um i don't know if it's a good surprise or bad surprise (laughs) about his sleeping habits that he did not know of until we were on our honeymoon how much of this do we want to talk about? <laughs> you know, share enough, but don't go into. I was going to say, I, I've, got, <laughs> I've got thirty minutes on this. If you want it. <laughs> so, um, I've always I've always been a, a sleep talker. Uh, I've been, you know, I've had cousins, uh, siblings, my parents even, uh, you know, mentioned that um, in the middle of the night they've they've woken up to the sound of a voice and find me just talking. Um, I've had. Um, a few instances in uh, late high school, early college, where I had, you know, uh, uh, dreams where I would wake up in the middle of a dream, uh, shouting or uh, things like that. Uh, my, the first week that I worked at Hope Haven, where I was in charge of several small children, the week after that, I also ended up on a trip uh, with a with a group of guys where we were we were like sleeping in a classroom or something, and I woke up in the middle of the night screaming at the top of my lungs, "No, no, don't run towards the lights!" Because I had a nightmare of my campers playing in the in traffic, and uh, but that was the worst of it. That, that's as much as it ever had been. And then once we got married, was it? I don't even think it was, it was like the first night. It was night like the second or third or night. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was a couple nights into our honeymoon. I had the first and my recollection of what I think is a night terror and a night terror is not, night night terror is not necessarily a bad dream, a really, you know, like a really bad nightmare. That's not what a night terror is. My understanding of it is that essentially you, you cannot wake up. You can't, you sometimes can't distinguish between the reality, the real world around you and the dream. So for example, um, the way this works for me, this is all kinds of fun for Keely, is that I can open my eyes, my my actual eyes in the real world, not in the dream, and look around the room and still see the dream. 
yeah. or or <laughs> elements of the dream. So, for example, on our honeymoon, we drove, we we took a road trip down and you know across a couple of states. Um, first time we'd ever done that as a as a couple. And then happened to catch uh, Finding Nemo, which was in the theaters at the time. And so my crazy brain took all that and smashed it together. And I had a dream about us going on a road trip, but it was all underwater. <laughs> Go figure, right? And so um, in the middle of the night, I my I, as I tried to wake up, my brain was combining elements of the room with the weird dream. So I looked at the television and I could see both a television and a coral. And I could, and, and I remember the thing that really messed you up is I said, babe, the, the blankets are waves <laughs> because oh, in my mind, I was looking down at I'm the like... blankets and waves were lapping up. It was like I was laying on the <laughs> beach and waves were lapping up at my feet. And so I was saying, babe, the, the, the blankets are waves. And she's like, what? The blankets are or waves. And I'm trying to communicate to her that like, I'm going crazy. I don't know what's happening right now. And so three nights into our marriage, this poor woman had to put up with that <laughs> craziness. And by the way, that was maybe the best example of it because it only ever got worse after yeah, that. You know, much. like I would, it, we, we discovered that stress was one of my triggers. And so oh, yeah. I very often in, in these stressful dreams, Keely and or the children were in danger of some kind. So more than once I have dreamt that there was a snake in the bed that was going to attack Keely. And so I would wake up wrestling a snake that didn't exist and <laughs> um, things like that. The night and, terrors are the worst. I mean, you do talk in your sleep and whatever, you yeah. know, get up and wait tables and stuff in the middle of the night. <laughs> but the night terrors. No, 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 no. I never waited tables. I was hosting. I was, hosting. I was seating people. Whatever you yeah, were I was, doing. Yeah, I was seating down. people. <laughs> The worst, though, is when you know you're dreaming, yeah. and I'm telling you you're dreaming, and you just can't stop. Yep. Those are the worst. She'll say, honey, it's okay. You're in the bed. And I go, I know, but the snake is still you here. You do a lot better now when I say, yeah. everyone is safe. We are in our bed. You're just dreaming. <laughs> everyone, Cut on the light. Everyone is safe. Oh, that's great. That's great. So this wasn't something that we really Either of us were prepared knew. for. <laughs> yeah, there was no premarital counseling book that was going to go. So how often do you have night terrors? Do you know what night terrors are? So just like that, you know, and I'm a, such a light sleeper. So like mm. everything in the world wakes me up. It's mm -hmm. probably just as well, because if I woke up groggy and you were doing all that stuff, it probably would be really bad because um, I would be like, what's happening? Right. Yeah, Fortunately, we I wake up. I'm kind of ready to go. So. <laughs> Fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah, both of those things. And so just like that, we didn't expect this to be something that would cause sleepless nights for either of us. Because mm. let's just be honest, neither one of us get much sleep on nights like that. Um, you might have gotten married and your spouse didn't snore. Or maybe they didn't have the health issues that they have now. Like I hear this a lot with the CPAP machines where, mm. you know, the person gets to be in there. 40s, 50s, or whatever it is, yeah. and now they, you know, their partner is sharing a room with them, and I guess the machines are loud. I don't know. Yeah, it's like sleeping next to Darth Vader. I yeah. hear this uh, complaint a lot mm -hmm. that that the noise is loud. So, you know, maybe you aren't currently having issues sharing a bed with your spouse, but as time goes on, things can happen. Maybe right. medically or physically or whatever, that is a problem. Um, and the other thing that often happens is just what time you go to bed or get up. I know a yeah. lot of couples who, 
who they don't go to bed at the same time or Night they don't owls want marrying, to. Uh, morning, uh, what is it? Early birds? What is, what is it? <laughs> morning glories? <laughs> That's what I was about Not to really say. sure. Um, you know, and sometimes, sometimes maybe one just goes to bed sooner than the other and they both get up at the same time. But either way, there are a lot of problems with sharing a bed, a room, whatever with your spouse because when your sleep is affected, it makes you a lot more cranky. So, Austin, tell us some things that have, you know, we've had in our sleeping arrangements that have been struggles, and then we can talk about some ways we've been dealing with this. Although, I just want to let you all know, we are not anywhere near, like, fully figuring this out for ourselves either. I swear things just always change. So, I'm sorry, what what, what was the question? What? Some of the what? struggles we've had sharing a bed with each other, it's not just been the night terrors. Um, so... Not long after the honeymoon period wore off, not just the honeymoon itself, but the honeymoon, you know, that that early time in the relationship um, is when I started to realize how much you don't like things touching you at all and anything. <laughs> kind of don't like the sheets to touch uh, me. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean in general, but but yeah, it definitely applies to uh, in the bed. And so, uh, you know, any any idea, romantic notion that I ever had that we would fall asleep in each other's arms every night for the rest of our lives quickly, quickly went away. <laughs> um, bless your heart. You tried. Um, I know there were times where you get to twitching. How yeah, can I stay asleep? Right. As I fall asleep, I start twitching. Yeah, um, it's only really sometimes. Annoying. No, no. The, the craziest thing is um, I don't do the hand twitch thing unless I'm holding you. That's so weird. Yeah, but if I put my foot on your leg, you get to jump in, in the bed and yeah, you that's what I'm away. saying. If we're touching, <laughs> it's like all kinds of yeah. stuff happens. If if we're touching and I begin to drift off to sleep, I I whatever part is twit is touching twitches. So if your foot it. is against my leg, my leg's <laughs> gonna jump. Or if I'm holding you in my arms, my hands are gonna twitch. Um, so that that was a thing. Um, and learning how to um, you know just learning how to share a bed. Um, thankfully, we we got married and had a queen. Uh, queen right. size bed. We didn't start off like in a full or something like that. Um, although we did do a full like on one night of our honeymoon on the way back. I think yeah, we that had one was kind of terrible. <laughs> it was it was kind of like sinking in the middle. We just sort yeah, of we rolled, just sort of like rolled to the middle. Other. Yeah. Um, so you know we've we've learned we've had to learn how to position ourselves in the bed. We sleep completely differently. You sleep on your back. I sleep on my stomach. Um, I toss and turn throughout the night a lot. Um, you look like a corpse <laughs> in a coffin. Um, I try to lay as still as possible and I only move if I absolutely have to. Right. And the difficulty is like, even when I'm, as I'm going to sleep, I tend to move. I yeah. tend to, you know, fix my pillow and, and adjust the blanket and, you know, like all these kinds of things. And I know that every single time I do that, I, your clock starts over. Like you, you have a countdown clock. Yeah. Like you have to have absolute, you know, deathly silent, Stillness. no light at all, <laughs> and then start like a thirty-minute timer. And so if I move, that that clock resets to thirty minutes. You could you could have eight minutes before you're falling asleep, and then I had to scratch my shoulder, and therefore, boom, clock or starts I, over. Or I did kind of start snoozing off, and you wake me up, and now yeah. I'm like, okay, great, now I'm awake for thirty more minutes. Yeah, it's like even <laughs> even worse uh, when you start dozing off, because then it's like, oh, maybe it's a forty-five minute timer this time. <laughs> yeah, so we we've had to figure out like physical space. Um, habits, things like that. I think early on, one of the big things was our our schedule, um, because I I am more of a night owl than you are, um, and we've we've gone back and forth about that 
over the years. And so by the way, like as is the case with a lot of things in marriage, the sleep habits start in the living room because it's, uh, or, or out in the main house, because for us, you know, what is the evening routine like? And we've had yeah. to negotiate, you know, how much TV are we going to watch at night? Um, so when I, are we going to go know, to bed at night? At the beginning, because I could take it or leave it on TV, um, just being like, you know, we don't have to watch TV every night. And I swear to you, you had a night terror or a terrible dream that <laughs> kept me up all night long if we didn't. I was like, you know what? You win. We'll watch let a me, show. Let me, watch three shows. Let me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> let me preface that by saying, I don't think it was just because I didn't watch a TV show. It was because I didn't unwind. Because I mean, what the what the TV show does at the end of the day, by the way, it is it is a buffer. It is it is saying right because I need I need to decompress and unwind from the day. And, and by the and what I mean is I need to forget about the day. Right. I don't need to have a conversation about the day. We we do that, but if I do that right before bed, if I go to bed thinking about all of the things that have to happen tomorrow or all of the things that went wrong today or the big looming thing in our life or whatever, I go to sleep with that on my, in my mind, then I'm not going to sleep as well. Right. And so the, the, the TV or, or whatever is there as the, as the buffer for the end of the day, because otherwise you and I would be problem solving right up until bedtime. Um, we've actually had to figure that out some other times where, We would watch it. We would watch TV, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go brush teeth and I'm going to get in bed. And then you're like, I was thinking. And I'm like, oh no, why were you thinking? Um, you know, and we My get. My brain definitely turns on at night. I know. I, def, I do sleep a little bit better when I have enough of a brain dump before I go to sleep. Right. Not so, so much that it keeps me up, but. So I think we've got a, a good thing going now where we go for a walk at night. Yeah. And we talk the whole time. We talk yeah, the whole as long time. as I can have that before, yeah. and it doesn't have to be right before I go to bed. But if you and I have had zero chance to talk in a day, there yeah. is a bigger, yeah, it's yeah. probably going to be me. I like, can sometimes tell when it's coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try. Like, uh, should we talk now before I try to settle down for the day? Yeah, I try not to do too much serious talking at night or first thing when you wake up. Although occasionally I do, uh, and I'm like, I can't take it. We have to hurry up and talk about this. Yeah, so I mean, I guess we could we could talk about waking up too, because uh, <laughs> we wake we wake up differently, and by that I mean you wake up. I, just, <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm not classifiable as a human being for the first hour after I get part. out of bed. Um, I'm much slower in the morning, um, both slower physically and mentally. I'm just I'm not. All the cylinders aren't firing yet. Um, I gotta, I gotta get up and brush my teeth and take a shower <laughs> and, uh, and, and by the way, it's not about brushing my teeth and taking the shower. It's about how much time that takes. It's like, I have, I have like, it's like, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm the software I'm running is too advanced <laughs> for my hardware. Like I just, I, I take a long time to boot up and that's always, been, it's my whole life. It's been, I always life. laugh whenever we get ready in the middle of the day or sometime at night or whatever. At how fast like, I am. <laughs> Because you're like, Keely, you are taking so much longer than usual. No, I am literally the same pace right now. You're just awake. Yeah, there's there's days where, you know, like a Saturday, we'll get up and we'll do a bunch of yard work right away. And then we'll get a shower like at, you know, one o'clock yeah, in the afternoon. Like, and, I'm, and I'm like, 
you know, uh, brushed my teeth, put my contacts in, uh, shaved, uh, you know, like everything. And I'm just like twiddling my thumbs. Like, why are you still getting ready? And she's like, I am taking the exact same amount of time as normal. I'm like, Oh man. You're just awake today. Yeah. And, and we've had, again, we've had to negotiate that. We've had to figure out how to time those kinds of things out, um, and, and, um, make it work for each other, meet each other halfway. That kind of thing. There is a lot of struggles with with sleeping, getting up, whatever, because when you are sleep deprived, whether you're a new parent or mm-hmm. newly married or maybe old married, you know, and your spouse is having a lot of different issues as they get older, it can make you in a terrible mood, cause greater fighting, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, if you're and irritable. Especially if you're like, oh, you kept me up all night. I hate you. You know, like everything <laughs> about you is bothering me today. <laughs> and unlike when it was your baby keeping you up all night, they're not even cute and cuddly like a little baby. Like, That's not my you. responsibility to keep you together today. <laughs> so obviously, you know, we've had our share of struggling with problems, sleeping in the same bed, sharing yeah. the same space, our schedules. We've worked through a lot of that ourselves. And honestly, um, you know, it's still uh, still happening. As our oh, sure. schedule changes, you know, yep. the kids are about to go back to school. Yep. That's going to make a change. As yep. our work schedules have changed over the years, uh, depending on how old the kids were at any given moment, um, you know, when they were we, babies we, and getting up all night. I mean, yeah. really, you just have to always negotiate this stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, we've we've had to, like renegotiate our schedules every three months as long as we've been <laughs> married because, you know, um, like you said, the, the kids are about to go back to school, which means my entire morning routine has to shift. We've been in summer mode, right. which means I didn't have to get up and get the kids to school before I got, you know, my day started. And now we're going back into that time frame where I do. Um, and you do. And you've got to, you know, pick up in the middle of the day, um, you know, pick up, uh, uh, the kids Children. from school when they've got to get home. And now, and one of them has shifted from middle school to high school. And so now there's a whole new schedule dynamic and, you know, all these kinds of things. So, um, and that all plays into all of the sleep routines and all that kind of stuff. So what is your biggest, uh, suggestions to someone or a couple that is struggling with whatever their reasons are for sharing a bed. uh, So the couple is struggling centers in on bed. I mean, I I hate to sound like a broken record, but talk about it, communicate. Um, If you're not telling your spouse, if you're just going to bed angry every night (laughs) and you're not telling your spouse uh, what's going on, then you're, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, you're not going to solve the, the issue. And, and it can build a lot of resentment. I mean, th- this is an area where even, even you and I, as open as we've been about it, as much as we have talked about it and negotiated and renegotiated and all those it's kinds of things. It's still really hard. Yeah, it, it, because it's such a personal thing. Um, and again, like you said, unfortunately, it is a, if it's a big problem, it's going to cause more problems. Because if you're <laughs> sleep deprived, you're just not as rational. You're just not. I would say you have to believe your spouse with what they're telling you because I know Mm. this is something I didn't really share, but if Austin is out of the room for too long, I will wake up in a panic looking for him. And I don't think you believe that for very long. (laughs) I think for a long time you did not believe I woke up 
in a panic looking for you. No, I believed you. I didn't understand it. Well, maybe that's why I thought you didn't believe me because you're like, why? Why do you do that? (laughs) Well, like if I knew why I woke up, I would actually solve that problem. (laughs) Well, because like if if I was not in the house, you were fine. Oh, yeah. If you're not in the the house. Yeah. Like if I'm I'm gone, then you don't have this problem. And so I was like, what's your deal? And now I've just realized. I still don't know. If you go to bed knowing I'm in the house but not in the bed, you expect me to be there. So. I do. I wake up in a panic and so it's tough, but I, you know, for the couple who is having this fight, you have to to believe that your spouse really, even if it seems like it's unreasonable demands, believe them when they say, all right, you know, this is a problem. And then you guys have to start working towards a resolution that works for you. It means giving a little bit on both sides. It may not mean that both of you get the exact sleep situation that you want, but it does mean that you can get to a place where it's doable. Right. And I would also say, you know, like figure it out because um, one of the things that has really concerned me is I, there, there have been times where I've thought, well, I, I guess there's just no way to fix this. And like, you just need to be, in a different area of the house than me because I am ruining your ability to sleep. <laughs> and I just thought, man, that is so terrible. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that people can't end up, you know, in separate bedrooms for reasons that make sense and, right. and it can be the right thing for your relationship. But I think in general, splitting up like that is just probably not a it's good idea. I know it wouldn't be good for us. It would not be good for our marriage. It's definitely going to depend on the couple, I'm sure. Yeah. But there is a connection point that happens at night yeah. that we that we need. Um, and so, I mean, like, you know, I know some couples sleep in different bedrooms if one works the night shift or if one right. comes and in that's like what I'm saying. That's, that's completely three in the morning yeah. or whatever. Although at that point, I would probably be waking up regardless, so. Yeah, you would just be third shift along with me, probably. Yeah, whenever you would come home late and I would be in the bed waiting on you. Oh, I woke up. It was not fun. (laughs) But, you know, good for me. No intruders getting in without me knowing it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, guys, that's kind of our encouragement for you today. This can be a difficult conversation, especially as you get older and things change with your medical situations. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do end up having to get a CPAP machine or sleep sitting up or whatever it is that's going to cause issues. So just work to find ways to solve that. We encourage you to check out lovehopeadventure.com. We blog about all kinds of topics over there. Intimacy, relationships, communications, finances, dating, uh, you name it. Find that on the website. And then be sure to sign up for our newsletter. This is the best way to stay up to date about our latest podcast blogs and all of the anonymous questions that I answer Every week, people fill out the anonymous question form, and we um, write blogs or do videos or whatever it is, and then we um, answer those questions. So that is lovehipadventure.com slash newsletter. You can sign up there, and I'll send you my free Sexy Truth or Dare. Thanks so much, guys. We look forward to chatting with you next time.